That way, should one car fail, and again, it does happen, you already have another card with the same exact raw image on both camera. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. All right. Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. Just want to remind you that my goal is always to share something that will improve your wedding day images or the experience that you have with your wedding photographer. So my week this week is a very short week. I am leaving Thursday. I'm flying out to Georgia to have my almost annual reunion with some of my very, very good army buddies who I served with in Germany. Like I said, we do this almost every year, not quite every year. This is something that we started about six years ago. And after not seeing each other for almost 30 years, we picked up right where we left off. And it is so good to visit with these guys like I said, it's like we never, ever skipped a beat. It's like we picked up right where we left off. And these guys are just so crazy. It is so wonderful just to get back and visit with them and see all their faces again and laugh and cut up and joke around like we're still in our 20s. But we're not. We are in our 50s now. And it's just crazy how so much time can elapse. But yet it's like no time has elapsed. So I'm looking forward to this weekend and seeing my buddies. But let's jump in right to today's topic. When memory cards fell. So what is the scariest thing that can happen after a wedding? Well, for a photographer, it's losing the images before we've had a chance to deliver them to our clients. And Newsflash, it happens way more often than you would think. In fact, it's happened to me once. Recently, in fact, it happened to me last month. A complete external hard drive died. And it was the one with all of my 2022 work on it. But Luckily for me, it was not the end of the world because I have fail-safe plans in place to guard me against such catastrophes. Let's just back up just a little bit here. So I am probably in about a dozen or so different photography groups on Facebook. 
And at least once a week, I see another photographer with this same problem. Only they don't have any safeguards in place. And they are usually crying, asking questions. How can I recover the images off my cards? They're stressing, they're panicking, and rightfully so. Because usually they have memory cards that have failed or corrupt. Usually the story is something like they're shooting the wedding. They can see the images on the back of their camera. Everything appears to be fine. They end the night, go home. The next morning, they wake up to dump all the the images to their computer. They take the card out of their computer and nothing is there. So most pro-level camera bodies have two memory card slots. And your wedding photographer should be using both of those card slots to make an instant backup of your images on site during your wedding. But the camera can actually use those two card slots to do three different things. And I'm going to explain those. So one of the things that the card slots can do is overflow. You can put a card into each card slot. And the way that overflow works is when one card fills up, the camera will start writing images to the second card. And it's my opinion that cheapy photographers use this method because they want to buy less expensive cards like 16 gig or 32 gig cards and set the camera to do this overflow method so that they don't have to buy the more expensive 64 gig or 120 gig or 256 cards because the last thing a wedding photographer wants to do on your wedding day is to be changing out these cards and missing moments or later in the day have to worry over which cards already have images on them. They don't want to mess that up and accidentally format a card that already has images from your wedding day on them. So they use these card slots to do overflow. In my opinion, that is not how they should be using these two card slots. Another way that I feel these dual card slots are used incorrectly is to write raw images to one card and JPEG images to the other. And real quickly, let me explain the difference between raw and JPEG because I think a lot of people who are not photographers incorrectly assume that a raw image just means one that has not been edited and that is incorrect. A raw image is a format that's the way that I like to explain it to my potential couples is think of it as an image that has not yet been baked. So a JPEG is an image that has been baked. Think of this in in terms of cooking. A JPEG has already been baked. So if I tasted it and I thought that it needed more sugar or another egg, or a little dab of butter, it would be very hard to add sugar, eggs, and butter to something that has already been cooked, because I couldn't mix it in to a baked cake, because 
it's already in a cake format, so I can't mix in any other ingredients. On the other hand, if I had a raw image, it would still be in a batter format. And if I needed to add a little pinch of sugar, some more melted butter, and a splash of vanilla, I could very easily add that to my batter, stir it up, and then bake it into a JPEG, which is what the end client receives, are JPEGs. So those are just two different formats of an image, raw and JPEG. So that is getting back to the topic. Those are two different formats that the camera can differentiate and write raw to one card and JPEG to the other. Again, I think that is an incorrect way to use the camera's backup capabilities because I think that you should be making instant backup copies of the raw. So the safest way, and in my opinion, the only way, the only option that professionals should be using the backup method for the camera is to be making copies of the raw file to both cards. That way, should one car fail, and again, it does happen, you already have another card with the same exact raw image on both camera. And getting back to the raw versus JPEG, the raw format is a lot more forgiving and can be pushed a lot further in terms of editing. You can recover a lot more information, like in the shadows and the highlights. It's a lot easier to, no, I'm not going to say a lot easier, but it's, you can just push it further when you edit it. A JPEG is not as forgiving when you try to, to edit it. it. You can't push it as far in terms of like recovering shadows and recovering highlights. And you just can't edit it as well as you can a RAW. It is my experience that a lot of photographers don't utilize this option of making copies of RAW files to both cards. And I can't really understand why. This is the safest and it's the most logical, especially when we are charging thousands of dollars on top of what the couples are already paying for their wedding days. And it's such an intimate milestone in people's lives. We should be taking the utmost, safest um, regard for these couples' images. And this, to me, is the method we should be using to back up our couples' images on site. Then, once it's removed from the camera's memory cards to another storage device, again, there should be multiple backups made. Multiple local backups, an off-site backup, and a cloud backup. Finally, when the images are delivered to the client, the client should also have a backup made. So what happens when you have to come back to your photographer to ask for additional copies of your gallery. In a lot of instances, it's just a matter of the photographer turning on your gallery, literally like turning on a digital switch within their gallery software 
And it doesn't matter if it's Pixie Set, Cloud Spot, Pass, Zenfolio, Shoot Proof. I mean, there's literally a dozen of these softwares that photographers use. It doesn't matter which one it is. It's literally just them turning on the gallery. There may be some instances where the photographer is paying for a smaller package and may have had to delete the gallery. So they may have to actually physically re-upload all the images. But I think in most instances, the photographer literally just has to turn the gallery back on. And warning here, a lot of photographers will charge you to log in and flip this digital switch back on. It might take them five minutes to do this, but I have seen a lot of photographers charge a quote unquote archival fee to turn your gallery back on for you, even though it's just going to take them five minutes. Um, but I digress. You need to hire a photographer who takes care of the digital files beginning from the first image they take on your actual wedding day. And you need to know that they are making backup copies the instant they take that first photo. This day is much too precious to trust just a singular copy to a singular memory card. You need to be assured that your wedding photographer carries out the same level of care after your wedding day has passed and continues to make multiple copies of your images until the point of delivery to you. You may be assured from a potential wedding photographer who you're interviewing, who doesn't have access to dual card slots, or who doesn't use the method of copying RAWs to both card slots, that they have never lost images on a corrupt memory card, or that they replace memory cards every year so they don't overuse or abuse them, or that the chances of this happening is slim and none. But I am here to tell you that this does happen and you should not take the chance or gamble with the images from your wedding day. In this day and age, there is no need for it. This is not 2001. This is 2022. And we have the technology in place to safeguard and mitigate against this kind of digital image loss or corruption. So don't risk it. There is no need. In addition, ask about what kinds of backup precautions they take after they have made the delivery to you. Some photographers keep backing up your images even after they have delivered your wedding gallery. So ask your potential wedding photographer if this is a benefit that you can expect from them just in case something happens to your digital copies. And lastly, uh, this is a bonus pro tip here, make physical prints of your favorite images. Tell the story of your day in a physically printed wedding album. Nothing will be more romantic than looking through your wedding album with your spouse each time you want to relive your wedding day. Hey, if you loved this podcast, can I please ask that you share a screenshot from wherever you're listening to your Instagram story, put your best tip on there that you heard today and tag either complete wedding ad or add a girl photo. 
Remember that the book that accompanies this podcast is available on Amazon and it's Prime eligible. If you ever have a topic you'd like me to cover or a specific question you want me to answer, all you have to do is send me an email at Tammy at The only way this podcast grows is if you share it. I don't have a corporation or any big business dollars backing me, so I need your grassroots help. It's only going to grow if listeners like you help me by sharing on your Instagram stories. If you subscribe and leave a review, that will also help other couples just like you find me organically. If you want to know more about the book, the podcast, or my wedding photography, log on to completeweddinged.com or atagirlphoto.com. Everything is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a very wonderful day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you again during the next episode.